I've got a fun little topic today, and that is Active Resource. So Active Resource comes with Rails 2, and it's a great way to communicate between multiple Rails applications. So for example, here I have a store application, which has many different products. And I also have a blog application, which has multiple different posts. So these are separate Rails applications. And let's say, for example, I want to um, feature a specific product from our store application on a given blog post. So in order to do that, I can use Active Resource. Now Active Resource behaves very similar to Active Record, except that instead of having a database backend, it's actually going to have an, another site as the backend and communicate through that site using XML. So it's important that our store application responds to XML. So as you can see here in our products controller of our store application, uh, we have an XML response for our various actions here. And it's also important that our controller is RESTful design. So that way Active Resource knows how to interact with it. So once we have those two requirements, uh, we can set up Active Resource so our blog controller can communicate directly with our store application. Okay, so let's say when we're editing a blog post, we want a way to select a given product to feature for this post. So in order to accomplish this, we need to basically set up an Active Resource model in, a, in our blog application here. So right now we just have one model called post in our blog app, and let's add another one called product. So let's set this up here, and this is going to inherit from active resource base, not active record. And because active resource uses a separate site as the backend, we have to specify that. So just set the site variable um, to the URL to the site. Uh, in this case, just localhost 3000. There we go. That's our store application. And now whenever we can interact with this product model very similar to how we would interact with a normal active record model, except it'll use XML through the site. Okay, so in order to get our little select menu to show up here, we need to add kind of an association between our post model and our product model. We need to add a product ID column to our post. So let me do that with a generate the migration. And let's call it product ID. And then we'll migrate the database. There we go. So now we have a product ID column for the featured uh, post. Now we can use that for the select menu. Um, so that's the product ID. And then this will be a collection select. And just like Active Record, we could just do a find all on our active resource. And then just reference attributes, just like we would an active record model, and it will perform the XML request in the background to our store application. So let's give this a try. Just reload here, and we see our select menu and it's properly fetched the products uh, from our store application. We can even take a look at our store log here and see that we had an XML request for fetching the products. And so that's what our application did in the background for fetching those. So we update this, and we'll want some way to feature the product on this page. So we'll need to fetch that product again here. So let's go to our show action. 
right here. And we want to show, let's say, the name of the product on this page for our post. Um, in order to do that, we need to fetch our product from our post model. So I'm going to just make a little accessor method here. We could do actually belongs to a product, but this is kind of expecting an active record model. It mostly works because um, Active Resource has a similar interface to Active Record, but it's you know it's not quite fully supported. So I prefer to just set up a little accessor method here called product, and that way I could just do the product find by ID, the product ID, and only if unless the product is blank. And I'm also going to do some caching here so that it's only fetched once per request. All right, so that will fetch the product for the given post, and then I can reference that. Um, let's just print the name here. There we go. So that way we reload here, and we can see our product that we selected it shows up there. And it just works. So this is using in the background XML to communicate with a store application and treat it just like an active record model, except it's not. It's not using a database backend. So what about performance uh, problems? Now this is a, a valid concern because um, of course it's going to be a lot slower than communicating directly with the database because you are going to have to uh, fetch and do another Rails request to the store application and it has to do that entire response. Um, if this is a problem, there's always the caching solution. You can cache this um, end result here, for example. Um, or you can just interact directly with the database instead of using Active Resource. But if you don't have access to the database or you just want to use um, a RESTful resource design, perhaps you have some extra logic in our store application that we need to process and we don't want to duplicate that into our blog application or something, then Active Resource is a great solution. So um, hopefully I'll have more screencasts in the future on this because there's quite a bit more to go into on Active Resource. There's ways to um, edit, destroy, and create models through Active Resource and so on. But that's it for this episode. This episode is sponsored by PeepCode. Please visit peepcode.com and check out their latest screencasts on Ruby on Rails.